What's going on, Chuckleheads? Welcome back to part two of Dingo Talk. I am Carlo Guadagnino alongside Bethany Athletic Director Steve Thompson. Uh, I believe we left off in part one in the spring of 2018, and you started you, you started a search. Bethany had started a search, and it kind of came together. Yeah, it came together. Uh, so I, I was in my fifth year at, at Eureka. We had been able to do some nice things there. We renovated our gym, uh, about a $2 million renovation, new floor, new bleachers, just a whole new environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the football team, football field was also redone, new turf lights. Uh, and then I also spent three years as the women's basketball coach. Uh, and we won a conference championship there as well. Uh, and football had won a conference championship. So things were changing. It was, it, it, it was an exciting time. But, uh, you know, I, a chance to get a little closer to home and, and, and that sort of thing. So I started looking. Uh, the Bethany job came open, and the, a search firm did it. Uh, it was two great people. Uh, running the search firm and uh, so I reached out uh, to a connection I had about the search firm uh, and uh, Greg Santor is uh, the head of that his uh, he gave me a call and we talked we talked for about an hour and all we really talked about and I don't even know if Dr. Rodenberg knows this but we talked a lot about her uh, and I mentioned earlier that you know your boss is you want to be in alignment and uh, really enjoy working for that individual and so I wanted to, I wanted to know more about her uh, and after that conversation I I was interested I was very interested uh, I like the opportunity to have more sports mm-hmm. uh, just kind of broaden that portfolio portfolio and she want, wants to do a lot of things here yeah and, and I want to be a part of that uh, kind of building Bethany up even more so uh, applied and you know I kind of hinted that it was kind of a weird search uh, so it was that conversation was probably May ish uh, and then I had to had the conversation uh, turning my resume uh, Maybe a week later, they call, hey, want to have you out for an interview. And I'm like, all right, that, that's great. They're bringing everybody to Pittsburgh uh, and, and meeting with all eight candidates there. So, okay, I'll, I'll do it. But can mm-hmm. I drive? Like, I'll drive, stop home. I don't want to fly or anything like that. Uh, I think they had planned. I, I don't know this. I'm speculating, but I think they were flying in a, a couple people. So I drive out. Uh, I'm the last one that day. And I, I get into the room, and I mean, talk about an intimidating room. In the room, you have Dr. Rodenberg, uh, Provost Lane, Karen Hunt, the Vice President of Enrollment, Jill Fernandes, uh, financial aid, uh, John Somsky, who's an alum uh, of the college, spent some time uh, working for Gatorade and uh, a great sports marketing mm-hmm. career. Uh, Greg Caprara that worked in development. Just I'm, I'm going to say 10 people. I don't remember all. Coach Forsty was in there, uh, Coach Carver. Um, and you, you sit down, and I go around the room, and probably the only thing I remember from the interview uh, is we get, you know, every, I walk in the room, everybody introduces themselves, shakes hands, uh, and we get, and it's uh, the last two people's hands I sh- shake are Coach Forsty and then Dr. Rodenberg. So I, I get to, to jam, and I'm like, Coach, congratulations on your retirement, but I see they didn't let you go. You're still teaching and everything. And the president immediately laughs. It's like, you're the only one that got that right. Like, everybody thought when she, the announcement, she was done, done. Yeah. Uh, and so I said, well, if I got that right, I should just have the job now. 
<laughs> and so and they, they, really, they worked out. Right, it worked so, out. So, so that took the edge off, uh, you know, and then the next hour in there, uh, and I, I go to leave. I had to drive to Ohio Northern uh, for a family event uh, on, on campus. My brother was up from Texas, uh, all that. But uh, So I'm driving. Uh, well, as I walk out, Greg tells me, he's like, hey, they're going to make a decision uh, who they want to bring to campus, one or, or two or three people maybe to campus. Uh, you'll probably hear from me within a week. I get an hour down the road. He calls me. He's like, uh, so they want to bring you to campus. Uh, can you do, and I, I want to say, so that was Friday. Can you do Tuesday? So, so, so this process started in May. You're now right, in the door. So, so now we're, yeah. So, and, and I'm, so I just assume that he means a week from Tuesday. Like not, I'm driving home. To drive. To turn around and drive back. So then I'm back in my mind. I'm like, I can't, like, I, I, I just took two days vacation like I can't like turn around and do it again uh but I do it like so so, so you ask my drive so then I decide to come to campus uh, or on my way to campus I stay at Ogilvy and I get in I, I work today got in my car at, at five o'clock central time and drove east uh so eight hours later I'm in Wheeling West Virginia walking into Ogilvy and so the next morning I, I get up to come to campus I think I'm supposed to be here at 8 30 or something like that Done my uh, digging on campus, and I uh, uh, heard heard Chambers. Yeah, uh, you know you you, you do want you, you got anything Bethany, and you hear Chambers. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go down there, grab a cup of coffee, drive around campus, and see it all before I uh, get everything. Being a history major, you know, I, I, the pictures you see at Chambers, you love the campus, the the history of the campus. I just wanted to see it because mm-hmm. uh, you never know. If I don't get the job, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Uh, so so I get up. Uh, and I'm driving into town, and I'll never forget it. I think it's called Chambers Turn when you make that right. And uh, an eagle comes flying over me. <laughs> I about swerved off the road. Freaks me out a little bit. And I, for whatever reason, you know, I, I, I keep going, and you're still winding your way through. Uh, and I pull up the Chambers. And I, <laughs> at that point in time, I'm like, holy cow, this is a small town. Now, I grew up in a relatively small town. This not, is a small town. Not Bethany. <laughs> uh, but I, I walked into Chambers, and Harry was tremendous, uh, su- super cordial. He sees me, you know, I'm all in suit and tie, so he's got it figured out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I get my 50-cent cup of coffee, uh, and I drive around campus. It, so the the fear of driving the roads didn't as much bother me, being from kind of not, not a windy road, country roads where I grew up. But it was an experience because it, just the eagle flying, like, yeah, buzzing me, kind of freaked me out a little bit. Uh, but the welcome I got at Chambers was was pretty unique for me, uh, having been on other interviews and trying to always just stop and I'm a big coffee drinker, uh, grab a cup of coffee and, yeah. and you're welcomed. You, you know, in, in a small and, town, you're a stranger. That doesn't always happen. Uh, so that was neat. I walked in to, to meet with the president. Uh, she saw the styrofoam cup. She's like, man, you, you already seem to know this town. You're, you've already stopped at Chambers. So uh, a couple good moments just through that process. Uh, so... Good. So you're you're on campus now. You've gone through, gone past the Ogilvy gates, and you're coming up. Yeah. Now you're meeting with the president. Um, how does that? Pro- what's that meeting like? Because you said she has plans, and you're not the first person we've had on that directly talked to her while they were on campus for their interview. Uh, great. It seems to be she's very. There's something about her that mixes with Bethany. That, yeah. So for you, what was it? I mean, she's really engaged. I, I think that's the key. You can see a lot of presidents that sit in their Eiffel Tower, and you, you know, you only see them, you Once know, at, at commencement and matriculation, and 
uh, but she's engaged and invested. So, you, you know, we sat down in her office, uh, with coffee, and, and that first meeting is only really 15, 20 minutes. She's just going over the itinerary mm -hmm. of the day. Then, then we visit at the end of the day as well. But, you know, and it, it's a time where she's really talking about her vision of athletics uh, and what it can do for Bethany. Uh, and really the, one of the big things as, as we were talking, you know, I mentioned that, hey, you have 22 sports, a large percent, percentage has to be student athletes. And a lot can be accomplished when uh, kind of the athletic department works together. Mm -hmm. And I've talked about that since day one. We're around 65, 70% of the student population. If we show up for an event, whatever that event is. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna be rocking. Whether yeah. it's the volley, the first round of the volleyball, football, soccer, whatever whatever kids wanna show up for, if we can get our athletes to show up, uh, that's gonna kind of drive the, the, the campus mentality. Absolutely. Uh, and out of that conversation, I think it really kind of excited her as well for what that could be, uh, and, and really did did for me, being that that huge percentage in the first conversation ultimately in, in front of our student athletes. That's what we talked about. But the the day was neat. Met, met with a lot of people. Uh, it's, it's it's up and down, up, up, up and, and down, down the hills. hills. You know, I got over. I, I did the tour, and then pretty much everything was at, it was in Old Main or the, uh, the back of the calf. Uh, which is also just a great little space. Mm -hmm. uh, people talk about what it was like before the renovations, and it's hard to hard to imagine. It's so, so wonderful right now. It, it was <laughs> it was a room with tables and chairs, right? <laughs> and, a win and and big windows and a big window. There it's, you go. It's, it's a little nice. different now. It's a little different now. But it, it was a great experience. She, you know, she talked about the improvements to athletic facilities we wanted to do and all that. So, uh, really, really liked the engagement I had with her, and, and really the rest of the cabinet. Uh, like the chance to meet with the coaches that's always obviously important uh, I, I talk a lot that uh, at the end of the day when my job is really only to eliminate the obstacles they have mm -hmm. to being successful because if they can be successful that means our students are being successful so so you get the job right away there's a weight room renovation you get a new baseball coach a new soccer coach well there's a year before the new soccer coach right yeah. Well, yep. One year. Uh, so this uh, after my first year, we had uh, and, got a new soccer. Coach. So let's start with the weight room. Yep. And then we'll go to the coaches and uh, that that PAC tournament or the, the PAC championship and the new banners that you unveiled this week. Yeah. So uh, we'll start with the weight room. Right. No, absolutely. So <clears throat> when I got when I started, uh, you know, probably the first my first day, July second uh, of eighteen. The president said, you know, there's certain people you have to meet with uh, quickly. Uh, uh, Bob Goyne was number one on that list. Uh, and so I booked my ticket and headed down to Jacksonville to meet with Bob and Nancy, uh, two wonderful, wonderful mm -hmm. people and, and, you know, a sad loss this past fall. But we had a tremendous visit, talked a lot about what we needed to do to turn really all the athletic programs around. Uh, and... You know, we both kind of agreed that we needed to have a weight room where athletes could train, where college athletes could train. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit about how we could get that done. And when I came back, there's a group of, I think they call them the, the bison ballers, the group of eight. I think it's grown to nine or ten now. Uh, but a, a group of alumni that played on some of Coach Goins' uh, championships teams on the 65-66 team, uh, you know, that had tremendous success. And they came up for homecoming that year, so September of 18. And we had breakfast at the president's house, the president, myself, and 
and Greg sat down and it was really my first chance in front of donors after that meeting with Coach Gulling to where he helped articulate my vision for athletics mm -hmm. and really put it into a streamlined thought. Uh, but it was my first chance to lay it out to, to some folks that had, had the ability to help. And the important thing, it wasn't just about football. You know, they wanted to help football, but they, they, wanted, was, to but they wanted to help everybody too. Yeah. And, and I wanted to help everybody. I want all our teams to win. Uh, so we talked a lot about the weight room. They got behind it and we kicked it off. And, you know, it was a, a tremendous project. Uh, you see it now, it's, uh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful in there. It's weird to say that about a weight room, but it is. It's right. For a guy that hasn't lifted since my eligibility has come up consistently, uh, 2001, I remember that. Uh, you know, I, I, I can see myself lifting in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel the same way about the eligibility thing. Uh, <laughs> right. But I think it's, it was an important project because it, it's, it, it shows our student athletes that we're committed mm -hmm. and we want you to commit to getting better. And at the end of the day, if, if if we're spending a lot of time in there and getting bigger, faster, stronger. We're going to be better. On we're going to find success yeah. everywhere on the field, uh, which is going to lead to new numbers on banners. Uh, well, let's lead into that. We'll go to the banners. Yeah. The new banners unveiled this week. Yeah. So we just, uh, it's it, a lot of what we do is about what recruits can see and, and the story we can tell of Bethany College, mm -hmm. our history and where we're going. Uh, so since I've been here, I've wanted to do something with that lobby. Probably my third day on the job. Uh, if you remember all the PAC banners used to be in there mm -hmm. and they, they were there. Um, there was a burn orange flag that should have never been up there. I don't, I know you're not allowed to say anything, but I will. The burn orange from Waynesburg. Oh, Waynesburg. It just shouldn't be there. It just didn't I was matter. trying to think who, who was the color. But. It shouldn't be there. Like. So, uh, Jay Eisenhower left, uh, not that he didn't leave it, but, uh, they had parked a scissor lift in there one day. So I got the drill out of my car and took the scissor lift all the way around and took every banner down, but the Bethany, the PAC, and the NCAA. And from that point on, I wanted to do something with that lobby. Because if you think of athletic events uh, at, at Bethany, 90% of our crowd is into that space at some mm -hmm. point, whether it's football, soccer, uh, coming out from Hogue, softball, track, track basketball, volleyball. That, that's a centerpiece space. and. The vision is, as you walk in the front door, you see the weight room. We read on the weight room. It looks beautiful. You walk down all, and, and you see the history. You see the Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. And then you walk into that, that, that space, and now we have the banners. So, so the banners were a big part, and, and I have bigger plans for that space. There's still a lot more to do. Uh, we, we've done a little bit in the trophy case there and, and that sort, but there's still a lot more I want to do. But the banners was a big thing because uh, I want people to know we celebrate our past. But then I think it's kind of a, I don't want to say a hidden message, but it's, it's a, a motivator. It's a motivator. You um, want to be up there. You know, I don't, I, and, and I don't talk about my individual accomplishments at Worcester. Uh, I was a part of some great teams, and, and there's some numbers uh, on some banners at Worcester, and I'm very proud of that, mm -hmm. just being on those teams uh, and having that experience. And that's what it's about, uh, is being a part of that team, and that, that number never goes away then. Uh, and, and using that as a motivation to them and then also our, our recruits see that we're doing things and uh, what that looks like. So that was where the banners came from. Happy to get them up. Uh, they're clean. They're, they're, they're it's, it's a nice change from it's – it's not so different, but the way that when I walked through today, the way they looked, it was yeah. – it's just a different look up there. Wanted to do a different look, and, and we'll do some <laughs> things in the gym soon uh, as well. And, We'll take those banners down because they're kind of replaced. And, yeah. Uh, 
uh, a little more branding and of, of just Bethany College and Bethany Bison in, in those spaces too. So, um, a, lot of, a lot of things come. All, all part of bigger plans. A lot of wheels moving uh, and all that. But excited for it. Uh, we're moving in the right direction. So, other changes during your time so far as the AD. Um, we'll go. I uh, we'll talk about JT one who comes in and immediately the impact is seen. Uh, runner up in the PAC tournament. Right. Uh, talk about that process, and then we'll go to the the, the soccer guy. Yeah, I, I, so uh, I, I grew up, you know, in, in Northeast Ohio, Ohio State Territory, and, uh, you know, one of the great sayings from Woody Hayes was always, you win with people. I, I truly believe that. I, I think that as far as my leadership style, I'm very relational. I, it's, it's all about relationships and then helping each other out mm -hmm. to be successful. So I, I'm a big believer in people. Uh, Coach Carver came uh, to me in September or October, I can't remember, uh, but early that, that first year and said he accepted the job at uh, our, our, our now conference opponent, so I won't mention that, those, those places, uh, but a school on the other side of the Ohio River. Mm -hmm. And uh, sad to see him go. I, you know, I, obviously, he was a uh, tremendous mentor and, and coach for so many people here. And, uh, hearing some of the stories of the Hall of Fame from some of those guys, uh, I, Coach Carver was great for Bethany College, yeah. and I wish him nothing but success, except for maybe three or four games every spring. I can think of a couple. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> but it, it, it presents presents an opportunity, uh, and you never know when you jump into a search, especially when the school year starts, what the pool is going to look like. Mm -hmm. And we ended up having a tremendous pool. We had some Division One. Had a Division One coach that uh, had stepped down to teach, that wanted to get back into it. Uh, a lot of successful assistants, uh, a couple successful head Division Three coaches, uh, and, and JT obviously had some success at the NAI level, and, and, and is from Western PA. Mm -hmm. uh, it was really when we brought him to campus that kind of changed it, uh, and how he interacted with our two. I always put two student athletes or. Almost always put two student athletes when it's not a summertime search and a little harder, but uh, on the committee, mm -hmm. a so they can see the kind of the, the workings of it all, uh, but then also that they can then communicate it better to their team. Uh, and, and JT had those kids hook, line, and sinker, and uh, we were in Weimar. Weimar, that's terrible. I can't remember. Uh, there's only so many places. It's been four months since I've been in any academic building. Listen, there's only so many places on campus that you're going to hold the baseball team exactly. and the football team. Exactly. And then maybe the volleyball, the volleyball team. Those the are the three team, uh, yeah. that I can say, Weimar, that's where you had to right. be. It's exactly. And he went around and he asked all those guys where they're from, you know, what position, and, and really engaged in them. And when it was time for him to go, I think it lasted about 15 more minutes. So he had the guys bought in. And, and that was important because of when you're switching from a guy that's been here so long and, and built his own culture and his own uh, his own team that and a lot of these guys are a part of that so they have to now buy into the new culture ne needed them to buy into that r real quick and I, I tell you what my first meeting after coach Carver left he talked to the team uh, we were at the pavilion at the baseball field and he left uh, you know, after he told the team he was leaving, and I sat there with the team, uh, and, and we talked a little bit, and I just, you know, I just said like, your season's not over. Uh, they they need to understand that while we go through the process to find the next coach, they need to continue to work. Uh, and the senior leadership on that team that was just outstanding, 
Uh, I can't say enough about that. Uh, really bought into that and really pulled all those guys along with them. And they had a tremendous offseason led by the, the two GAs, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Stanley and Jay Gorman, and uh, really had a good fall season and had a little bit of time with JT then when we hired JT. Uh, a few fall dates, and JT did that workout. Uh, got him doing some of that stuff right away. And you could see the buy-in pretty quick. And then just how last the, the spring unfolded was, was so much fun. Uh, you know, conversations that you always want to have uh, is, is telling the president that the baseball team can't come to commencement because they're playing in the PAC championship. Can we rearrange graduation <laughs> for these guys? Because, like, there's a game that might make it a little right. hard for them to be exactly. Here. Um, well, so I, I do got to touch on that ahead, because I love that. Uh, now we, we did not talk about changing commencement, but we did change commencement for them. Uh, and uh, to have the president and, and the provost join them at Ogilvy Gates uh, to actually have a little commencement before they went to that championship game, I think, is what small colleges are. Well, in her opening statements of you know, there's some some of your students aren't here, right? But it's not because they don't want to be here; it's because they're. Right. Getting ready. They're, they're 45 minutes down the road getting ready for a, hopefully, a conference championship. Right. And, you know, regardless of how the game ended, that's which that's what the point of the, that's, again, the right. one, Bethany, the this this small little community right. that alumni, faculty, everybody has, no matter if they come, if they haven't been back in 30 years or if they're back or live here or whatever. Absolutely. I mean, she opened commencement, just like you said, talking about the baseball team, playing in the... PAC championship. Yeah. And that's what you want. You want to have an opportunity as a college athlete to play for championships. And that's the environment we want to create here. And so, so that was a neat commencement for me uh, to sit up on stage first, to, to sit up on stage. Uh, and being my first commencement at, at Bethany was awesome. Well, you so, say you brought the sun that year because that's the first year in like four that it was actually outside. <laughs> yeah, I brought the sunshine. Yeah, apparently. I'm going to tell her that. There you go. You can, I deserve first commencement I was here. It was all sunshine. Yeah, right? Exactly. It didn't rain at all that, that day, actually. It was, it was perfect. It was a beautiful day. It was day. a beautiful so, day for commencement. A great experience. And then uh, HT and I, she led me because I had no idea where I was going to get to Wild Things Park, uh, Park through some country roads. Flying down the backcountry roads to get there for the championship game. It's great. I, I great, just a great experience. Well, and then that commitment and that buy-in, I kind, I think, kind of goes to, and we'll touch more on it here in a minute. This year's kind of seniors that they had a season taken away, basically out of their hands, out of everybody's control. But nine guys are coming back yeah. to to finish school or to maybe start a master's program or just get extra classes because they want to play. They want to play baseball. They want the chance to go to a, uh, a championship, and they want to play for JT. Right. Um, so I, no, no pun intended. I think that was a home run. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. He's built a tremendous culture on that team, and I, I spent uh, some time last week on a Zoom call with four or five of them, uh, just trying to you know organize everything out so they they're prepared to come back in the mm-hmm. fall and uh, spring as well. But and they're excited to come back because you know they have unfinished business, and that's a compliment to what JT's built. Absolutely. Now you go a year later, you bring an alumni who was very successful down in a program in North Carolina. He was very successful when he was here. Um, he happens to be the biggest North Carolina Tar Heel fan I've ever met in my life. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> but, so you bring Frankie Tala to campus. What went into that? I mean, obviously he's an alumni, 
but what went into that being the connection? I got, I mean, people, you don't get much better than, than the guy. Yeah. So, and so, so when I got hired a month, two months after I, I got hired was the 50th reunion, uh, right? It was 50. 50 for soccer, I believe. Yeah, for soccer. Now I got all my years. <laughs> well, there, was, there was one this past year for football. And... I'm losing my marbles. Uh, but uh, so so I got to meet some of those soccer guys. But but I think what was important is I got to see kind of what Coach Cunningham had built. Mm-hmm. That uh, the, rela- the the relationship between years. Uh, Coach Reagan, it was, I, I was sad to see him go. And, and with with his connection with Sean, Sean's connection to Bethany through his dad, who was a former player, and he grew up here. And uh, the Bethany soccer blood is, is, is woven so much through so many uh, mm-hmm. years of, of success. Uh, as you look at the new banners, for example. Uh, and so when we had to post that job, I I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, I mentioned that earlier, even with, with JT's hire. Is there going to be an alum? Is, is it going to be an alum that ha- is qualified? Yeah. Or what's that going to look like? Uh, or, or are we going to have to go outside of that culture? Of that already. culture, and because we can't find somebody, Coach Cunningham and, and I, uh, JC and I talked, uh, and he thought Frankie and uh, would, would probably be interested. And uh, so Frankie and I had a bunch of conversations. Still went through the process. Uh, and all that but as we went through the process you know it can be nerve-wracking in a sense for me uh or for somebody in my position when you hire somebody that's from a national championship team mm-hmm. uh, who has had success uh are we going to be able to support him to be successful here uh and what kind of dynamic is that going to be uh, and we even talked a little bit about that of, of making sure uh, and, and there was no pushback, and uh, so I don't want to, to make it sound, but yeah. making sure that the, the understanding was that while I want soccer to win, I want everybody to win. It's important for everybody to move forward, and, and soccer can be a big catalyst in that. Uh, and, and Frankie was on board. Coach Cunningham has been on board. Uh, and, and that's going to be important, especially for our future. Uh, so we were able to, to make things work, steal them away from uh, North Carolina, uh, I have to pause you. He is a Notario fan. He's a Duke Blue Devil, and he'd probably be very upset if I wouldn't have corrected myself. Yeah, I got my teams mixed up. That's, what it was. That's all. It was. I, I've seen I've seen the Duke fandom in all its glory from uh, Coach Tall when uh, I'm not even whenever they beat North Carolina this year on the buzzer in overtime. I got to see a, a nice Frankie dance, which I'm sure he rocked out many times at Bubba's when he was a, in college here. I'm sure he did. Uh, so <laughs> it, it was, a, it was, you know, not, uh, I'm going to sound like I'm tooting my own horn and maybe I am. It's a home run hire. Uh, you know, I, those two hires have been yeah. tremendous. Well, the uh, third one we're going to talk about is right, tremendous man. too. And I think absolutely since we had her on the show earlier uh, in the month and there was a lot, there were some questions that I got about like, what, her job really from your point of view what it was what it, why why it was created and what it what it's supposed to help uh megan joel bear yep had to make sure i was i've been practicing that one in my head oh. the last three minutes <laughs> no i it, did she tell you what her job is because i'd like to know that too uh so, psych, psychology and making she, sure the students are successful outside of just their realm of athletics right so you know, I, obviously, I want to win. Like, I, I want to win championships, yeah. and I, I think if you talk to any coach here, uh, most of the student athletes I've gotten to know that uh, they'll tell you I'm competitive. Uh, I'm the Bethany 
college knockout champion from homecoming two years ago. I, I was unable to defend my title this year because I wasn't there. So I think it's a, this year's title is, is questionable, has the asterisk. But uh, so, so that competitiveness is important to me. But really, the, the most important day that they, for any college athlete, is, is the day they walk across the stage mm -hmm. and get their degree. Uh, and and I, we knew we had some challenges in that area with retention and students getting to commencement and getting to where they wanted to be at commencement to be successful for their future. So we applied for a grant uh, through the NCAA uh, and were uh, Provost Lane uh, and Julie Wilson and I, uh, thanks to the polar vortex because it kind of snuck up on us and because of the polar vortex, uh, everybody was closed a couple days and we were able to knock that grant out. Uh, but we were awarded the grant from the NCAA, so success. Uh, everybody had to freeze their tail off in the process. but. Uh, so uh, awarded the grant uh, for Director of Student Athlete Success and, and really Megan's responsibility is to work with our student athletes uh, to help them academically, uh, to, to be a support person with their mental health and just with their everyday struggles uh, and push our student athletes in ways maybe our coaches can't. Uh -huh. You know, it's, it's important for our coaches to be a hammer at times. Uh, if you're not going to class, they're they're the ones that get to be the you're suspended, you're the running, whatever whatever that looks like. Yeah, we, Ma Megan has filled in to that role of being the person, kind of the shoulder to lean on, uh, tremendously, mm -hmm. uh, and has really worked great with our student athletes uh, to to build into success. And I, I think you saw the outcome this this spring. Uh, Seventy five student athletes on the the PAC uh, scholar athlete list. Our GPAs, I think 20 or 21 of our teams were above a 3.0 GPA. She, her, her work and, and Heather Taylor's work uh, with our students during the online world and that transition and the stress of that transition was outstanding. Uh, Megan's ultimate goal and, and what we're working for towards uh, really this year is to create our Bison 360 program, which is and, and she's taking the lead and, and we're going to roll that, uh, you know, we've talked about it, but we're going to roll out the effects of it uh, or, or, or the, the parts of it this fall. And it's really focused on that whole student athlete, uh, you know, not just resources for them right. to, to pull from. And, and putting them right in touch with those resources from day one. Okay. So as a freshman, you're going to come in and there's going to be some career services stuff that you're going to do as a freshman. Uh, so you're not waiting till your senior year, like I did, uh, and, and that, like so many people do. So, so you're working on your resume, you're looking for internships, those sorts of things. Uh, you know, we have a, a health component where our uh, athletic training staff and our uh, uh, Renee Stock and Carol Tyler in the health center are working with our student athletes to make sure that we're concerned about that. And you know, what are we doing during finals to support them during the, you know the high stress moments? Mm -hmm. Uh, the strength and conditioning being a part of that. So, so our coaches can worry, really worry about coaching uh, and what they're doing on the court, uh, how they're recruiting, all that. And then Megan's kind of overseeing the all the everything else. Everything, the, the rest of it. The work to commencement and beyond. Uh, and that's where that Bison 360 program, and she's done a, a tremendous job orchestrating all the moving parts because we're taking a lot of people from all over campus to be involved. Amy Van Horn in the career services. You know, HT obviously mm -hmm. involved. Uh, so some faculty have been helpful. So it's it, I'm excited for it because I think it's going to be pretty unique. Uh, my experience at Division One school, uh, you know, I, 
they're Division One. You know, Kent State's Kent State. There's different. There's the, different. The the amount of resources they have are very different. Uh, but there's things that they do there, or that other programs do that. If, if we really think through, we can do very similar, we can do better, we can do close. Mm -hmm. And I think this Bison 360 with what the work Megan's done is really close to a lot of the academic success centers you see at Division One, And it's gonna be a all-campus effort, which perfectly encompasses the one Bethany that we talk about. But it's going to create an opportunity for all our student athletes, not just to be successful in play and competition, but also successful in the classroom. And, you know, we won't see all the benefits till 10 years down the road, but if, if we build this out and, and, and continue to build upon it, you're going to see successful alumni that continue to support the college, and that's kind of recruit, retain, graduate. Hello to my little friend!